0: The acid is kicking in. We're it's playing all I
1: acid in this game. The
0: secret island of Dr. Quandry.
1: And you know what they say on the secret island of Dr. Quandary. <laughs> Let's get the hell off of the secret island of Dr. Quandry. This week on
0: it so bad. to this podcast on itunes google podcast spotify stitcher wherever you get your podcast from i cannot believe that this happened again but uh and we're gonna just let the listener know that a couple times i specifically me michael on this podcast have started this podcast and not hit record and we've gotten maybe like a minute or two or three into the podcast and then i look at it and then it's not recording but this time i did it i did it again motherfucker i'm sorry tommy Hello.
1: No, it's, it's your podcast, man. I'm just sitting here.
0: <sighs> um, yes. So we are adding this week the secret island of Dr. Quandary to the endless list of video games. It goes from number one, Super Mario 64, all the way down to number 165, Dark Castle. This game was requested by one of you out there, dear listener. You gave us a list of games and said, we love the concept of what you're doing. Somehow, I don't I don't know why they would think that but they said that and um they gave us a list and one of the games was the secret island of dr quandary um and tommy yes you are familiar with this game
1: i am uh i my aunt was the librarian in the middle school library and uh while i was in middle school uh I would stay at the library and there was this old abandoned classroom in the back of the library that just never seemed to be used by anyone for anything. And there was this old Apple II in there. Um, This wasn't, we had like Windows 95 or something a little newer uh, in in like the main library, but there was just this one Apple II and the only game on it was The Secret Island of Dr. Quandary. Whoa. So I played Um, a lot of that through middle school. Later on, it was one of the first games I figured out emulation for and finally beat it, like, when I was in my teens.
0: Yeah, I figured out how to run DOSBox for this game, and I did it successfully. I even learned how to customize my doc- DOSBox screen, so now when it boots, it goes full screen every time. It's like, yeah, sick. <laughs> um, but I never played this game back in the day. Um, like, I was a big Oregon Trail fan, big Carmen San Diego fan. Number of munchers, fraction munchers, munchers, all those things. 100% had a ton of experience with. However, the secret island of Dr. Quandry I'd never even heard of before. Somebody sent in this note.
1: Yeah, I mean, I only know about it because I played on a haunted computer in a mysterious library. So,
0: Why was it haunted?
1: I don't know. Everything's haunted.
0: (laughs) There was nothing specific about it?
1: No, like people leave their psychic uh, emerations behind.
0: Uh, Are you, so, uh, is it an old library? Uh, I don't know
1: how old the school was. Not terribly old.
0: The uh, public library in the town that I grew up in was rad. Um, Very cool.
1: Oh, neat. That is a neat picture. For those of you listening at home, I'm looking at a very (laughs) neat picture. You should Google pictures of the Woburn Public Library so you can see some neat pictures, too because but that's nevertheless- the only way you're seeing these, because this is radio. <laughs>
0: um, but nevertheless, yes, you played it in the it library. It is not
1: a visual medium.
0: Um, you played it in the library, and um, I never played it. I was too busy playing the Oregon Trail, and also Number Munchers and Word Munchers.
1: Yeah, I played old. Like, until... I didn't get a video game console until I was 12 years old. Um... My primary video gaming experiences were at the library and at like a single summer computer camp at the YMCA. Uh, mm-hmm. So for a good 12 years of my life, I only played what video games were available to me at public libraries.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. No video so, games at home at all? Were they banned? Uh, Yes. Wow, you and Steve too.
1: Yeah, uh, so it was a lot of gizmos and gadgets. Uh, Encore played it, played this one too, uh, uh, the Magic Mountain one that was also in the uh, Super Solver series. There was like a Magic School Bus game. Um, just yeah, all all the all the best games that public funding can buy.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, I had my Pentium um, computer from like 1994 and it was sick (laughs) 75 megahertz processor 1.2 gigabytes of uh, storage space
1: oh one game i'd really like to do down the line uh is uh math for the real world
0: math for the is that a game
1: yes it was an edutainment game i played it at my elementary school uh computer lab uh It's pretty awesome. You play as a band touring the country doing math problems so you can, like, manage your meager budget while you're on tour.
0: Weird. Interesting. Hmm. We have played some weird games. We've played Power Politics earlier this year, which sounds similar to that. (laughs) But, I mean, that also sounds like Oregon Trail a little bit as well.
1: A bit. Yeah.
0: You know what game I've been thinking about that I played a lot in school is uh, Drug Wars.
1: Drug definitely. wars?
0: You don't remember drug wars where you like buy and sell weed and you try to get like the best price for it?
1: That was definitely yeah. not on any of the school computers I had growing up.
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't on school computers. It was on like your graphing calculator.
1: Oh, okay. I, I knew guys who put games on their graphing calculators. I always just yeah. used the school ones. <laughs>
0: Uh, so this game, the game that we're talking about today, the Secret Island of Dr. Quandary, uh, was developed by MECC, the Mini Minnesota Education Computing Educational Computing Consortium. Ooh, they also uh, made the Trail games. Yeah, they made the Trail games. They made uh, the Yukon Trail, or, uh, Amazon Trail. They made the Number Month, the Muncher series, if you will. Um, so they made a whole lot of games. They actually put out tw- uh, seventeen games in 1992. Seventeen. Which is wild.
1: They um, were. Um, dang, what's the word when you have a big body of work you put out in a short pro- amount? Prolific. Of time. Prolific, that's the one.
0: Yes, they were very prolific. Grammar Gobble, they put out. Secret Island of Dr. Quandry. Moving Museum. Exploring Chaos. Take a Chance. Rocket Factory. Freedom, which is pretty well known. Um, Wonderland Puzzles. Fish School. Snapdragon. Wooly's Garden. Dr. Livingstone, I presume. Story Weaver, History Makers, Grammar Madness, the Geometric uh, Golfer, and Windy City—all in 1992. Um, so they were like going nuts. I think they were a pretty big company at that point.
1: Yeah, we had me and my brothers played the hell out of the Yukon Trail, and my dad. That's the only video game he's ever played. Is the Yukon <laughs> Trail? You should get him my, on the Yukon Trails podcast.
0: <laughs> my dad played the um, in the 90s. There was like a golfing game that came with. Um, Windows 95 Who was it Microsoft Golf uh, I don't think it was that it was something might have been but I think it was something else
1: we played Microsoft Golf on our 3.1 uh, there there was a button you could press for uh, uh, advice from Pro, but the advice was always one of two clips and they either advised you to adjust your shot if you're hitting into the wind, if the wind was blowing into you. If the wind was with you, it was a different clip.
0: That's funny. Um, we got to get Golf Game onto the podcast. I,
1: I like golf games. Yeah, Golf Story see. was my game of the year 2017, 2016. I think it was
0: 2017 or 2018, because 2017 yeah. is when the Switch came out.
1: Yeah, it's probably not quite eligible yet.
0: It's getting close, probably.
1: Probably another year, though.
0: Yeah, I want to play Sports Story. I know that's coming out soon.
1: Uh, that... Coming out soon is a relative term that has been pushed back <laughs> many times. But yeah, so Secret I'm, Island I'm of Dr. Quandry is the podcast today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, Secret Island of Dr. Quandary, you are going to a carnival and you're tricked... Um, by the mysterious Dr. Quandry, while you're shooting some icons into uh, turning into, I guess, a doll?
1: Yeah, he offers you a variety of dolls. It's technically the difficulty choice screen. Uh, I was going to ask about that. You picked one of the easier dolls?
0: Uh, At first, I picked the medium. And then when I went back and played it a second time, I was like, Nah, I'm good. Uh, I'm going to go with the easy one.
1: All right. I went with difficult...
0: I'm oh, not boy. sure
1: quite sure what the difference is. Is um, I think a few just of the puzzles makes... are harder, and um...
0: I don't think they're harder necessarily. It just adds more to each puzzle. So like yeah. the tire game, for example, they add five tires instead of three. Or like the um, the one where you have to you have to cross over the bridge, and the guy's like, "Oh, take my math test." Uh, uh,
1: that the one. Tax man.
0: Yeah, it adds the, the last so number Saying take like my 25. math
1: test is kind of describes half the puzzles in the game. <laughs> it's uh,
0: true. It's true. But yeah, the dolls that when you choose are named Beginner, Ordinary, and Fecult. That's the name of the uh, dolls.
1: D-Fecult.
0: Or, or, yeah, D-Fecult. Yes, that's right um yes and uh yeah i think it just ups the number like it's not really harder it just adds more (laughs) oh
1: also you get the uh card telling you the ingredients you need for the potion at the start um uh this is actually kind of stupid because everything's kind of obvious and there's a limited amount of items you can get at all like i think each game cuts out two of the items you can ultimately get from any of the puzzles i got lucky because i did not need the sunscreen you get from that fucking cd puzzle
0: oh fuck that cd puzzle
1: i just needed a cd which just mean it, I meant i needed to lose it once it's um, called
0: disc by the way it's called disappear. discapear so yes
1: uh yes i call it the fucking cd one i believe that's why it was called on the apple port um
0: uh, but nevertheless, so uh, when you land on the island, you're turned into a doll, uh, and you get a note that says, "Dear sucker, ha, you have fallen into my trap. I have implanted your mind into the body of the doll, and transported you to my secret island. Unless you can solve all my puzzles and meet all my challenges, you'll never see your body again. You'll be a real nobody. Get it, nobody." <laughs> Yours, Kewley.
1: The game is kind of pretty funny at times. I really <laughs> like uh, how sardonic the player character gets every time. So the island is some sort of grid. Uh, and two of the beaches, the beach you wake up on and the beach that the cauldron is on, are there. Uh, and as you pass from like box to box on the grid, all the middle tiles have puzzles in between them. But on the outside, half the time uh, when you get to the edge of the thing, you'll just hit a beach, a generic, ordinary beach. And the main character is just like, oh, look, another beach. I'm starting (laughs) to think I'm on an island.
0: Yeah, that is. uh, I did like how there's a beach everywhere. And then it's like, oh, look, more beach (laughs) when you go to the edge of the screen. Yeah. Um, so there are twelve puzzles um, that you have to solve on the island in order to gain the recipe ingredients to become a real boy again um, to make the fixer elixir is what it's called.
1: Oh, yeah, that but was yeah. the other thing. The recipe card you, that you get, uh, if you play on easy mode, it just says exactly what you're trying to what the item's name is. So like a little tin cup or a bucket of water. Uh, when you play on difficult, for whatever reason, it gets cute with all the names on the card. It's like a bucket of bilge or a potion from a monkey, which is even more literal than the tin cup thing. I think.
0: Yeah. Um, so the, there's twelve different puzzles, uh, kind of like Super Solvers, but not really. That like Super Solvers, I think, did it better in terms of their logic puzzles, and I, I don't, maybe uh, I just think these ones were.
1: Um, are which. <laughs> Are we talking about Gizmos and Gadgets, or are we talking about another Super Solvers game?
0: Uh, No, I'm talking about, so I think, similar to Gizmos and Gadgets, uh, Dr. Quandary has, like, logic puzzles. Um, But I think that Gizmos and Gadgets does it maybe a little bit better? I don't know.
1: Honestly, that was going to be a primary point of my rankings, that I was like, this is a better game than Gizmos and Gadgets.
0: I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know if I had a really good, great time playing this. But we will get to that, nevertheless. Let's run down what the different puzzles are. So there's the acid test, yeah. where you have to use the arrows to, like, navigate around some
1: Yeah, that one's actually kind fuzz. of an action puzzle. Um, yeah, it's weird. I you have, have to run into a room it. and then run out really quickly, avoiding acid and fire shooting at you. Actually, you don't really need to run out. You can grab the bottle and then just get blown up, and you'll just get outside with the bottle
0: yeah then there's ape the ape which is um okay. basically simon i believe
1: yeah pretty much it's a pattern game you hit the button for the color and it gets longer every time it's funny because it's really long for a video game usually they top out at like five six or seven but this one got all the way up to 10.
0: Oh, it was like banjo kazooie <laughs> no banjo kazooie
1: definitely that one's only six
0: Okay. I was still like that was long. I was like this yeah, is long.
1: This was longer.
0: <laughs> um so there was disappear, which is just a terrible terrible game where there Discpear are rows is of awful. you there's rows of uh of CDs and you have to you have to pick up you have to force your opponent to pick up the last C D. Um and it's like a logic puzzle, so you wanna leave them with one C D left. It's incredibly fucking hard. Yes for some reason
1: um you seem there's to have the, a list of the names I'll yeah you yes on it. <laughs> the,
0: there's the headstrong hop which is the uh music one where you have to jump up and just hit notes into the s- space they appear yeah for some reason tricky the some for some reason like but you can't fail it it just keeps going forever oh no you
1: can fail it uh if it, oh really well at least i failed it once he's oh, I, like i was like he's like i just like so,
0: failing forever
1: apparently you didn't fail long enough <laughs> uh, at um, one point he was just like I'm sorry I'm sorry my partner here sucks get out
0: <laughs> I, wh- so for the note that was closest to him that was like right on top of him I was like this is super hard because you have to like time it perfectly when it's coming out so it was yeah. taking forever to do it but I did it.
1: yeah you gotta get that one last because it's just okay.
0: there's the HMSB quandary which I don't think I ever saw Um, oh that was
1: one of the triomino puzzles what are they called the shape there's three puzzles like that the candle the boat and the door oh okay
0: yeah yeah yeah. that's let's make a door okay so there's not actually 12 puzzles there's probably like nine puzzles because they just list uh the ones over again (laughs) Uh, yeah, let's make a door similar uh, number lock. Sir Pillory can't tell you the combination of the padlock, but he can give you some clues. So that one is the one where you have to just input random numbers, and if he winks, then you got one. Yeah, pretty um, much. It's it's hard because you have to keep guessing. It's kind of kind of reminds me of Wordle <laughs> with numbers. <laughs>
1: pretty much. Uh, um,
0: the t- the tadpole is bullshit. Tat- I don't know how you're. Sp- yeah. The, oh, when the you're one- shooting
1: popcorn into the bird's mouth?
0: So, not only have to shoot popcorn in the bird's mouth, but you gotta put a rock... You have to do, it like, a proper sequence, which is, like, put the rock into the...
1: No, you shoot the popcorn into the bird's mouth, you hit the bug with the rock, you shoot the bug into the frog's mouth, then you run through the gate before the bird is done eating popcorn.
0: Yes. It's bullshit. How <laughs> am I supposed to know that? <laughs> you just gotta memorize the
1: sequence for distance. Yeah, but there's Do no, it all but... perfectly in one fluid motion
0: but how are you supposed to know that you're supposed to get uh stop the the guy and also get the fly in the mouth it never dawned on me that the the frog would want to fly when i was when i was playing this because it was not very self-explanatory
1: yeah it never dawned on me when i was in middle school i didn't figure that one out till i was 15
0: yeah see i'm just like middle school tommy that's my iq level (laughs)
1: it's
0: okay um there's also Tax Factor, which I believe I streamed one time when you were watching. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And then I played it when I was not on Consuming Weed. and It was very easy.
1: And you didn't have me <laughs> shouting instructions at you.
0: Um, but yeah, so there's like a list of numbers. And you have to get, what is it, like the factors of numbers? Yeah. Uh, if it has a factor, you can pick it up. If it doesn't have a factor, you can't pick it up. And he um, so takes the trick...
1: all the ones that are factors of it, so that adds yeah. to his score.
0: Yeah, so the trick is to take the highest prime number and then work backwards from there, So or work backwards from, like, two. So you take four first, or, yeah, because there wouldn't be any one after you take the prime number. And then you work backwards, and it's pretty easy once you figure that out. So a lot of these, a lot of these puzzles, though, for like the difference between the easy and the difficult, doesn't make a lot of sense because if you understand the logic, you understand the logic. It's just longer because they add in tax factor. They add more numbers. It's like up up to twenty five, and then when you first, um, oh yeah, it was like thirty seven when I did it. Yeah, when you're playing on easy, it's it's just like ten. So, like that doesn't make any sense from a logic perspective because once you figure it out, you should know it. Uh, the same thing with, like, the tire game, which is the one where you have to... It's the classic Bioware uh, uh, puzzle. They put in every one of their fucking games, and it's super annoying, where you have to move a stack of, like, three or four or five things over from uh, the first column to the third column, and you have to do it in a specific order. Yeah, um, I'm a little surprised
1: roll- they didn't just go for, I have a fox, a chicken, and a bag of grain.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... it's uh, uh, once you figure that out again, you can just figure it out based on the log- logic. Um, what's the other one? Let's see here. Uh, waxy buildup? Oh, that's the... Uh, you just have to find the puzzle. The, the, uh, that's the, puzzle the candle with, puzzle. Yeah, it's the candle puzzle. Tunnel vision? What's that one?
1: Tunnel vision is the maze I was stuck on. Oh, I guess you didn't yeah, need to yeah. do that one. You get moss from it, and also... so. This is what it was taking me forever to find out, because I kept going through it in the dark and making a map on graph paper, and I kept getting turned around, it was ridiculous, and I had forgotten that if you get the candle from the candle puzzle, <laughs> which I had already thrown into the cauldron, <laughs> I was able to get it back out, but and anyway, specifically the cauldron's uh, recipe is a wad of melted wax, and I just threw a whole candle in it. What you're supposed to do is bring the candle to the maze and it illuminates a map onto half the screen. And you're supposed to use that to get through, though the candle burns out at a certain point and that's how you get the wax lump.
0: Ah, uh, see, that's why I watched a speed run of this game, which is about five minutes, by the way. And they had the map. So when you were like telling me you were drawing with graph paper, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> so that's funny. Um, cause I had not, I had, I did not get to the, uh, to the maze. No, I did not. Um, but yeah, one of the cool things about this game is that the map is partially randomized every time you play. So like, uh, certain things can get moved around and the, the yeah. layout of the land is different.
1: Yeah. And the recipe f- for the, uh, potion changes as well.
0: Yeah. Um, I did like the, in, in the instruction manual, there's a point that says there's like a question and answer section. And one of the questions is I'm stuck. Can't you tell me how to solve the puzzle? And the response is simply, no. <laughs> I enjoyed enjoy that. Yeah, I, I think, did like... Yeah, go on.
1: Oh, I, I just think it's a very clever game.
0: Yeah, I, it's, there's like something weird about it. It's got like a... Like, this is... A, it, it, It kind of makes me feel similar when I was playing it to how I feel when I watch something like Twin Peaks. I'm not comparing this game directly to Twin Peaks. It's the Twin Peaks of
1: video games.
0: (laughs) It's got like a Twin Peaksy vibe. I wouldn't say it
1: it isn't Lynchian.
0: Yeah, right. It's like uh, it's like very weird compared to other entertainment games. Like you're turned into a doll. There's like all these weird random people on this island. It's very like yeah. It's very Lynchian. Let's be real here. (laughs)
1: was lost before lost
0: yeah it was a little lost like um uh but yes we should get to our ranking of this video game i'm surprised we've gone over 20 minutes with this video game it's wild to me um but yes we are adding this to our endless list which goes from number one super mario 64 all the way down to number 165 dark castle we are ranking every video game from video poker to bart Simpson versus the space mutants to space invaders all of the video games your your favorites your hated games your the games that are bad um the games that are edutainment us are uh, on this list this is our third i believe edutainment game right do we have any more i um, think we just have three
1: yeah something like that
0: uh or we have yeah, i'm two, always
1: like willing to offer up my knowledge of more i spent a lot of time mm-hmm. on library computers
0: we're doing two this year. It's unbelievable that we're doing two in light of all the video games that are out there. But we are doing a second one. Last uh, we did in, uh, let's see, March, we did Super Solvers, Gizmos, and Gadgets. So that begs the question. It's a great place to start.
1: Well, I, Is this I game think...
0: better than Super Solvers, Gizmos, and Gadgets?
1: That seems to be the debate. I would put it above Frog Fractions. From there, I don't really care. But <laughs> yeah, I think it's a better game than Super Solvers, Gizmos, and Gadgets. It's like... Here's the problem with Super Solvers, Gizmos, and gadgets. To really get any satisfaction out of it, you got to play as far through as possible so you can get, like, the coolest, like, planes to add to your collection or whatever. Um, uh, but the puzzles get the pro- so goddamn tedious. Fighting the chimps, the, the, the robot chimps, Yeah. the robotic but... chimps,
0: Those do get suck. so
1: tedious... And it's like yeah. the same things over and over again. Quandary Island yeah. may not make a lot of narrative sense. A lot, a few of the puzzles seem like entirely detached from what the game is kind of about. Um, mm-hmm. Like Headstrong Hop, or even maybe just Headstrong Hop. Um, that feels like something from another video game. Uh, but yeah. But everything um, else, the way it's directed, the way the art direction is, uh, it's tight. I don't know <laughs> if it has a lot of replayability. I've played it several times over the last thirty years. Um, I would and... say the
0: big thing—the big thing about Super Solvers Gizmos and Gadgets—is that um, that is a game that to get the most value out of that game, you need to be like eight or nine. Yeah, it's the puzzles are not very hard. I felt like very satisfied. Um, when I solved a puzzle in the secret island of Dr. Quandry. And in fact, at certain points, I was like, I feel really dumb because this is a really hard uh, logic puzzle that they're putting in front of me. So.
1: Yeah. Like, looking at the list, like, if you want to put it like one. Like, I guess I'm trying to argue with you for like 144, 145, something like that, because I. Maintain, it's better than Frog Fractions. If you really want my opinion, I think it's better than Paper... Fire Emblem Heroes? Which one was that? Did I play that one? No,
0: that's the mobile one. You probably did not play that. No,
1: I did not play I think it's better than Paperboy, but not as good as... (sighs) No chance.
0: No chance it better than Paperboy. Alright, fine. No way.
1: Well, I haven't played anything between Frog Fractions and Paperboy, so whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Nothing? You never played Ellie Noir? Nope. Hmm, interesting. Um, yes. So, I like Frog Fractions better than this game, and it's borderline for me power politics, but I'm willing to split the difference the you. Um, I don't want to put it above Splinter Cell, though. I feel like that would be a bad move.
1: Okay. I, I got nothing. Um, I got I, no I like love the... <laughs> for Splinter Cell.
0: I like... No... I like... Like, I love Zone of the Unders better. I think NBA 2 k is a better game. Okay. X-Men, like, questionable for me. It's probably a better game. Yeah, maybe not. No, no, I think about it not really questionable. But I would put it at... I think it should go at number 146. But if you are desperate to put it above Frog Fractions, I can definitely do that for you.
1: Yes, please do that for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's been multiple games so far that I've tried to get above Frog Fractions, so...
0: I don't understand the if you're track. offering it's, it here. I like. it. I think it goes should go much higher than that. But oh boy, some people, you know, they just don't understand Pablo Picasso. <laughs>
1: oh, I understand Picasso. I don't understand frog fractions.
0: Oh, sir. So we have a new. Go back in time num- and
1: tell them not to put the text adventure in. <laughs> then I'll place it higher.
0: <laughs> yeah, that text adventure portion is like just slows down so much. Um, Secret Island of Dr. Quandry, You are number one hundred and forty-five on the endless list of video games. Congratulations! Um, it is our third edutainment game. And do you know what's coming next week, Tommy?
1: I actually don't. I don't think I'm <laughs> on that one.
0: No, I, don't, I would. I would imagine you wouldn't. It's actually going to be um, Batman: Arkham City next week on the podcast. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 no Batman.
0: That'll be a big one. I think that'll be uh, people will argue for it to be very high. <laughs> yeah. Me, on the other hand, maybe will not. Do you so, already know the like, guests for that show? Uh, Yes. Steve and Chris will be on that one, I believe. So, Cool. We will see you next week, but thank you, Tommy.
1: Thank you, Mike.